five bells. Stand by all stations. Attention, all districts of five alarm fire. Five bells move in immediately. That's it. Let's roll. Let's go. Presenting Firefighters, the true-to-life story of our unsung heroes who stand ready to ride by day or night against our most murderous enemy, the Demon of Fire. In just a moment, we'll join Tim Collins and his young brother Jimmy as they begin one of the most exciting fire adventures of their lives, an adventure that takes them behind the scenes of the motion picture and newsreel business, where they become deeply involved in a series of mystery fires which finally lead to the uncovering of one of the strangest and most cunning criminal plots of our times. We'll pick up the threads of this latest fire drama right after this important message. Let's go, firefighters. Let's go to the Central Film Building where Jimmy Collins and his brother Tim, who's on his day off from the rescue company, are waiting in the foyer of the Central Newsreel Company to see the manager, Mr. John Gillette. Jimmy is in charge of motion picture entertainment for his school, and he's gone to the big gray film building to pick up a two-reel short feature for showing in the school auditorium. This is Jimmy's first look at what goes on behind one of the world's most fascinating jobs, the making of newsreels. And he's eagerly anticipating the behind-the-scenes tour promised him by the manager, Mr. Gillette. What he or Tim do not realize, however, is that this tour will start them on an exciting adventure. Well, as they wait for Mr. Gillette, Jimmy says to Tim, Nice of you to come down with me on your day off, Tim. I could have handled it myself. Oh, sure, I know, Jimmy, but I've always wanted to know what goes on in the newsreel business myself. So, when you said Mr. Gillette was going to show you around the place, I thought I'd string along, too. Gee, it's exciting, isn't it? Mm. Learning how the newsreels we see in the theaters are made? Yeah, yeah, but there's uh, another reason why I came along. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Film is one of the most inflammable materials in the world, Jimmy. And fire is an ever-present danger with those who work with film. Hey, you see that sign over there? Where? There. Oh, oh, yeah, I see. Smoking is absolutely prohibited on these premises. Violators are subject to a fine up to $1,000 or up to two years' imprisonment or both. Wow. They really mean no smoking, don't they? You bet they do. In a building like this where inflammable film is stored and handled, one careless person could mean serious disaster. And so your visit here is really on business, huh? Well, partly, Jimmy. I'm just interested to see what precautions the film workers take to prevent fires. There's one, I see. Automatic sprinklers in the ceiling. Yeah, right. And, And all the floors are of fireproof material. Oh, this must be Mr. Gillette. Hello, hello there. Uh, John Gillette's my name, manager of Central Newsreel. Sorry to keep you waiting. Not at all, Mr. Gillette. I'm Jimmy Collins, and this is my brother, Tim. He's a fireman, by the way. Oh, well, glad to meet you, Tim. Same to you, sir. We're pretty used to seeing you firemen around here. Have one on duty all the time, going around checking on fire hazards. I I guess that's one of your biggest jobs, isn't it, sir? Keeping the danger of fire to a minimum. You bet it is. Anyone who knows film knows that his life may depend on just how careful he observes fire safety rules. Well, uh, how about a look around the place before you pick up your film? Could we, Mr. Gillette? I was telling Tim you said we might. Oh, sure. Be glad to give you the grand tour. A lot of interesting things in this newsreel business. Come on, we'll uh, start in the cutting room right back here. 
Gee, what a funny smell in here. Yes, that's characteristic of a cutting room. It's the nitrous fumes given off by the film and highly inflammable, incidentally. Uh, nice and cool in here, sir. Air conditioned, isn't it? Right. Another precaution against fire. Uh-huh. Air conditioning not only keeps the temperature at a safe level, but helps carry away the highly combustible fumes. Mm, and the lights, they're all enclosed in heavy glass. Yep, still another fire preventative. All electrical outlets are protected so that a chance spark or short circuit can't set off a fire. Well, what's that big barrel for, Mr. Gillette? Uh, that's for scrap film. Film is to be thrown away. Hey, it's got water in it. Right, just one more precaution. If the film should catch fire, why, we just do this. Take this metal cover and slap it tight on the barrel, smothering the fire. Well, I've got to congratulate you, Mr. Gillette, on the thoroughness of your fire prevention equipment. Really does a fireman's heart good. Well, you can't be too careful, for even with all our caution, fires do happen. Bad fires that kill or maim men for life. I, uh, I was in one myself. That's why these scars, and that's one reason I'm such a stickler for fire prevention. Well, say... You weren't in that elevator fire a few years back by any chance, were you? Yes, that was the one. I remember that one well, sir. Uh, Two men died, as I recall. Yes, I was the only one to come out of it alive. Mm, How did it start, Mr. Gillette? We were riding down in an elevator in the building here, and one man had a burlap bag of old film. Uh Someone lighted a cigarette, let his hand drop, the cigarette touched the film, and a mass of flame filled the elevator. It was 40 minutes before they got us out. It must have been horrible. Yes, yes, it was. Horrible. But it taught me a lesson I'll never forget. Film and fire can mean death. But come on, let's take a look at the screening room next door. Hey, it looks just like a little theater. Yes, and that's exactly what it is. The film is projected on this screen here. Uncut film, as we call it, just as it was shot by the cameraman. We look at it, all of it, and pick the scenes we want. And then the film editors and cutters take it into the cutting room we just looked at and put the newsreel story together. And a day or so later, we see it in the theater. That's it. Now, uh, through this door... What's that, Mr. Gillette? Uh, that's the most dreaded sound in the film business, Jenny. The fire alarm. Come on, let's go. Yes, sir. Oh, where do you think it is, Mr. Gillette? Somewhere on this floor. Uh-huh. Uh, you, Jimmy and Tim. Better get down to the ground floor and out of here fast. No telling oh, Mr. What... Gillette, you forget I'm a fireman. I'm staying, but you're right about Jimmy. Look, you get down to the street fast, will you? Oh, but, Tim, why can't I... No, no arguments. You can help down there. When the fire companies arrive, direct them up here. Okay, Tim, be careful. Don't worry, I'll take care of myself. Now, get going. Come on, Mr. Gillette, let's find that fire. Uh-oh, there's the smoke down this corridor. Oh, what's down here, Mr. Gillette? The film vaults. Uh-huh. Big storage rooms where we keep the film. It never ever gets a start in there. Yeah, I'll grab this hand extinguisher on the wall here. Right. And these fire doors, I'll close them off. Yes, sir. Keep the fire contained in this one section anyway. Good. Now, it's the film vaults, all right. I can see the flames through the open door. You're right. Now, who in heaven's name were fool enough to leave the door open? Uh. Careful. That film burns white hot. Yes, sir. <coughs> The sprinkler system's working, but the fire's got too big a start. <laughs> Let me get up there with this extinguisher. Easy, Tim, easy. That film's dangerous stuff. Minutes later, Engine Company 3-1s and Fire Chief Cody roll up to the central film building to find Jimmy on the sidewalk outside, ready to direct them to the fire. In a matter of seconds, the chief and the men of 3-1s join Tim and Mr. Gillette at the scene of the film vault blaze. All right, men. Bring that fog nozzle up. That's it. Hang right over that overhead pipe. That'll cool off this wall to nothing flat. Oh, boy, Chief, that does it. That's the stuff. Better hit the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'll get about got it. Oh, boy, Chief, I never saw anything burn so fast as this film. Yes, film is highly combustible stuff. I always give a shudder when a call comes in from a film office. Nice work, gentlemen, nice work. 
The contents of the vault are ruined. But the fire's out, and thank heaven no one's hurt. Cut the water, Fred. Have the boys overhaul. Oh, say, Chief, this is uh, Mr. John Gillette, manager of Central Newsreels. How do you do, sir? These your vaults? All right, Chief. What happened here? Any idea what started the fire? And think for the life of me. And it bothers me, too. I always take every possible precaution against fire. Yeah, I can vouch for that, sir. Mr. Gillette was showing Jimmy and me the safety features of his place when the fire broke out. What baffles me, Chief, is that the door to this vault was open. I always have very strict orders about keeping it shut at all times. Well, did you quiz your employees? Could any of them have left it open? Everyone swears it was closed, and I believe them. They're a pretty dependable bunch. And yet someone evidently left it open. And more than that, dropped a match or cigarette. I'm afraid we'll have to make an investigation here, Mr. Gillette. If there's someone among your employees who's careless about fire around film, we'd better find him. I thoroughly agree, Chief. A man like that is hardly better than a criminal. But I'm sure that my men... Mr. Gillette! Oh, Mr. Gillette! Yes? Uh, Oh, it's the elevator operator. Hello, Tansy. What is it? I've been looking for you, Mr. Gillette. I wanted to tell you something. Yes, Tansy? There's a doggone much noise and excitement with this fire. It slipped my mind for a while. Then I thought maybe it might be important. Well, what is it, Tansy? Well, I run number two elevator, you know. And just before the fire bell rung, I stopped on this floor. Yes? Well, this fellow was standing there jumping around from one foot to the other, see, and jiggling the signal button like he was in an awful hurry. Go on, Tansy. Well, I says, joking like, what's the matter, young fellow, going to fire? And he jumps like he was shot and says, come on, take me down fast. So he gets in and then uh, takes him down. Well, could be something there, but... Oh, yeah, another thing. He was grunting and groaning like he was terrible in pain. And and I looks at him and one hand was all red and blistered like it had been burned. Burned hand, eh? Chief, maybe Tansy does have something. Yes, if Tansy here is right, it looks like your vault blaze is the work of a firebug. If the old elevator operator's story is true, it looks like the chief, Tim, and Jimmy are right in the middle of another fire mystery. But why should anyone want to set a fire in a film vault, a fire that was sure to spread destruction and even death through the newsreel company? No one except someone with a criminal motive would jeopardize lives in such a way. Just who is behind this film vault fire and why is the problem that will face Chief Cody, Tim, and Jimmy when we join them for the next thrilling true-to-life episode of the Firefighters. In just a moment, Chief Cody will tell all of you boys and girls how you can help the firefighters in your own hometown. But first, here's a message you ought to hear. And now, here's Chief Bob Cody. Hello, boys and girls. You know, general cleanups are usually reserved for the spring of the year. But I'd like to reform that practice... I'd like to make every week a clean-up week when it comes to cleaning out old papers and rags and other refuse that makes fire hazards. So give a look down in the basement and up in the attic, will you? Clear out any spot where fire might start. Well, that's all for now. Shall I drop in next time? So long. Fire Chief Cody and the young rookie fireman Tim Collins will be back on the same station the next time you hear... That's it. Let's go! Let's go! Firefighters! Firefighters is a copyrighted feature of William F. Holland Productions.